0: Hello, hello. Welcome into Game Stetic, episode 109 of Knox Light with Sparky 3. First Game Static episode in the brand new Sparky 3 studio. Uh, we revealed it here that earlier this week on A Terrible Football Show. Uh, got a nice sniper shot of the room. It's pretty sick. Nice studio. If you're only a Game Static fan, this is your first time seeing it. It's pretty sick. Hopefully you like it. Uh, I got Zach here in studio. The only one I've got here in studio today. John could not make it today. He had some other stuff pop up. Zach, how you doing? How you feeling?
1: I'm doing good. I'm Happy to be in the studio. You know it's weird? What? I was here Tuesday when we did the football show. Yep, shout out. And I don't know why today when I woke up and went, I feel like it's been forever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we did take a break last week on Game Static, so.
1: Well, just being, doing anything, I was like, I just did a podcast Tuesday.
0: Yeah, we're, we're going to be actually doing double duty here today. So currently we are, of course, live at youtube.com forward slash Sparky3. You can go subscribe to the channel and you can get notified whenever we go live with a terrible football show and game setting and soon Animan Plus, whenever that starts live, which I do think we'll do after Thanksgiving. Probably December. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's the better play because I also thought about this. If we wait till December, right, and we squeeze in one bonus episode, we can start live on episode 95, there you go nice clean number to start off ripped so. the
1: beginning of the year when we was not gonna end on 100
0: yeah. yeah we were we had it planned out man anime plus was gonna end on 100 for the year it's gonna be great uh, speaking of that though I actually have our schedule here because I want to shout out some stuff that is coming up for Game Aesthetic to look forward to uh, next week for 1010, we will be chatting about Sonic and God of War very excited for that uh, the week after, we'll have Pokemon Scarlet and Violet and Black Friday deals, as we do every single year. It's the best time of the year to pick up some new games. Uh, we will be on a break for Thanksgiving week for this show and Animan Plus. ATFS will go on as continue, as normal. Uh, and then episode 112 uh, will be on 12-3, we'll on and we'll be talking about Midnight Suns. So that will also be fun. Uh, and then, of course, we will be live for the Game Awards on Thursday, 12-8. So that's going to be exciting as well. And the next plan to break is of course Christmas Eve and final episode of the year. 1231, episode one fifteen. Nice clean number to end the year on. Which it's, will probably just be another outlook of games or something. Probably. Well, hold on. No. We could I, I, I pitched this in the Discord a while ago. I forgot about it. We could do our game of the years. this year yeah we do still have that list yeah yeah yeah, where we do a game static top 10 game of the years a game of the year is what we uh what we chat about doing so that that will probably be 115 actually okay that will probably be 115 might squeeze in gaming outlook or we'll just save it for the next week on 116
1: i don't know we'll figure it out it's okay gaming in hindsight of 2022
0: yeah i know basically it's gonna be funny we're gonna go into the gaming outlook of 2023 and it's gonna be like a lot of the same games that was on the last time we did this because they all go freaking delayed yep so i don't know it is what it is uh, but if you did not check out atfs we also revealed something else that was super cool we've been talking about it here for a while and we're super pumped to finally show off our sparky 3 shop with agent inc that does feature also a game static jersey if you could swap to this thank you uh, so I'm super happy to have this launch. It is down in the description below. You can go check out the shop, pick up a Sparky 3 jersey, the Game Static jersey, and Plus, which seems to be like everyone's favorite right now, which it is really cool. Uh, the ATFS jersey, which I think mine is supposed to be here today. I've been waiting on it all day. Oh, but
1: say you ordered it a long time ago. I, I'm waiting. I've... I-
0: UPS said it was today but I don't know and then we got a shirt and we got a couple hats so you can go pick up some stuff and they do offer the pay later at checkout which is going to be through Affirm Uh, if you've never used Affirm before then I can tell you from personal experience Affirm firm is a very awesome way to buy stuff. It's how I actually bought my last gaming PC. I think I, I, think I bought something else through a firm. I don't remember what, but my last gaming PC I did buy through a firm. It's it's legit. It's great. Definitely recommend using that if you don't want to, you know, if you want to get all the jerseys but you don't want to pay for it all at once, use a firm. It's great. You know, get your nice little payment plan, no interest. It's awesome. That's
1: I can't buy a jersey right now, Alex. Why not? Because there's only one thing I can buy right now, and it's Rogue Energy's cans.
0: Yep, the cans have officially packs. launched. Did you buy twelve packs for both?
1: A strawberry and cotton candy, yeah.
0: Okay, see, I bought four packs for the tropical and strawberry. I'm not a big fan of cotton candy. That's my that's my problem. There, it's,
1: I'm not either, but I made the choice. I was just like, I can only assume Alex got tropical and strawberry because yeah. I know we both would get strawberry. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, I can only hope Alex gets tropical, and I'll just suffer with cotton candy if it's way too sweet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you could have just got a four pack of cotton candy. I would have bummed one off you. I'm still going to bum one off you.
1: I mean, that's fine.
0: But uh, yeah, yeah, the cans are officially out. Our promo code does work on them. Promo code SPARKY3 for 10% off. You can use our referral link down below to pick up some cans. You can buy them in 12-pack, 4-pack, or just solo cans I even saw. Which
1: was surprising.
0: That was actually low-key really surprising when I saw a solo can tab. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Uh, And right now Rogue is actively working to try to get these into stores as well. In fact, I saw a tweet from them earlier, a poll about, um, you know, asking where people normally go for their energy drinks between grocery store, convenience store, et cetera, uh, to try to pinpoint the best place. Obviously, convenience store is is, is what was winning the poll by a large margin. Uh, so, you know, that's what they're aiming for, which, you know, that's going to be a nice little turnaround if they can do that within just a few months, get Rogue cans in stores. That's going to be really cool. I'm excited to try them. Should get the Rogue cans sometime like next week. Hopefully. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, But no, uh, today's episode though um, We did take a break last week So we'll check out a couple things from last week's break week Uh, I'm not going to dive too much into it But a few things Uh, For this week, PSVR 2 PlayStation Plus stuff God of War reviews are out Um, A new game that just popped out called Blight Survival We'll kind of touch on that And we'll still talk about Marvel Snap Because it's probably the only thing both of us have been playing At least me I know that's the only thing I've been playing
1: I played something else this week But I can't even remember the name of it But it was fun
0: but because Mar- Marvel Snap overtook it, you know, so he just can't remember the name now. Uh, and Then we do have some nice things in the weekly wrap-up, including Blue Box Game Studios back in the news. It's a good thing John's out of here. Honestly. John <laughs> would fucking lose <laughs> John would just lock out. He would be done. He would be done. Uh, also, shout out to the Josh Pillow. We cannot be a Sparky Three Studio. We cannot have a Sparky Three setup without. Josh Phil, and Squirtle. And Squirtle. Squirtle yeah. has moved with us to yeah, every studio. Yeah, yeah. He, I actually forgot about him. He was still in another room earlier. And then when I was doing some cleaning, I saw the Squirtle. I'm like, oh, I got to bring this out of the studio. I'll <laughs> yeah, put him beside Josh. Yeah, that's legit. Uh, I'll go ahead and start turning on the music. And we can go ahead and start getting in stuff. Uh, before we actually jump into anything, I do want to give a special shout out. Because uh, Target was actually on point for once with a pre-order for once. And I got my um, Switch OLED, not a week late.
1: I actually got the box right here behind me.
0: Rocket
1: Pop Collector's Box. It just seems weird to me that came out a week before that, or actually two weeks before the actual game. That's what they
0: normally do, because they did that with like Splatoon as well. That just sh- seems weird to me. Uh, but yeah, got this thing in today. I'm not going to show off the actual Switch, because it is inside my house right now. Uh, but no, this the, I will say um, the actual Switch itself is super sick, and I very heavily underestimated how awesome that new stand is really oh my god it's incredible i, I know it's like a, just a, a random little like niche thing that i'm shouting out you yeah it's just the nice oled screen but i've seen that a hundred times you know i've seen it in, in walmart's or target's or best buy's but that stand is so nice it's like it just has such a smooth feeling as you're popping it out and stuff and like the, the other ones like you always feel like you're about to break it as you try to pop it out so yeah, the stand is super nice. It is, the switch itself looks sick. Uh, the dock looks awesome. I'm very happy with it. and I started already transferring some of my data over. Uh, Nintendo needs to get on the ball um, with game transferring. They need to they need to figure out some stuff. They need to go make some phone calls, call up Sony and Microsoft. That's for sure. Get some tips on how to do it because uh, you have to do it one game at a time, which is really annoying you can't just mass select like you can because like you know that's what you can do with PlayStation That's what I did with yeah. with PS4 to my PS5 is you just mass select everything you want to transfer. Nope, with the Switch to Switch you can only pick one at a time. Wait for the two switches to connect to each other, then transfer and it's like a solid like 20 second process between every game. I know that's me bitching about a little nitpick thing, but it's just like since I've already had this nice convenience thing with other consoles, it's like, Nintendo, uh, you're always behind on everything. Can we not just do a mass transfer? It's not that they're hard. Not,
1: they're not behind. They just don't want to do it.
0: No, I'd say they're behind and it's because they don't want to do it. They're very slow to catch on to things, which actually, to double down on that, I was listening to... Um, the Nintendo podcast here recently. Okay. Um, hosted by, you know, uh, Beat'em Ups Wood and Bob Wolf, whatever. Okay. And they had uh, Kit Krista on there who did the Nintendo Minute, if you remember that segment. Vaguely. Yeah, they, they worked for Nintendo and they did that, they did that segment. They, they're no longer with Nintendo. And even when they were talking about their time at Nintendo, which they were like higher up in Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, they even openly said, yeah, Nintendo is just... Very behind on things. They're very slow on adapting to new things. Which, you know, I'm just like, Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. There was uh one of the higher ups, you know, one of the most notable ones for Nintendo. I can't remember his name. Um, it might have just been Miyamoto. I think it might have been Miyamoto, who was like hard adamant into like getting into social media and every other higher up like, Oh I don't know social media. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh,
1: I could see me yeah, Miyamoto. Yeah, Miyamoto's <laughs> just like, Oh yeah, we need to use Twitter. We need
0: to use Twitter and everyone's just like, oh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's just Nintendo, man. They're always going to be behind the ball in some capacity. But um, let's see. Other plugs. Join the Discord. Check out our other sponsors like Way- uh, Wayward Beard Company and Red Dragon, of course. And check out our website, smokey3.com. Um, okay. Let's go ahead and jump into stuff. This All might right. be a shorter show today. We'll see. Um, mostly because uh, me and Zach still need to record Animan Plus tonight. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. We need to record that tonight for posting tomorrow. Like I said, that show will begin live here in the near future, and then it'll be live for the most part pretty much every Thursday, which is funny now that I think about it. We're going to go live, right? Yeah. Right after Thanksgiving, that first Thursday, and then the next week we're going to have to go live on a different day because we'll be live for Game Awards.
1: (laughs) We won't be live for Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving is on a Thursday. No, I'm
0: saying like the...
1: The week after? The
0: week oh, after okay. we'll start Animan Plus live shows. And then the week after that, Animan Plus will not be live on Thursday. You know, it's going to be, gonna be the most March.
1: inconsistent because... It will be. It's the show that gets hit the most by stuff.
0: It is. It is. Like, you know, Animan Plus is still obviously pre-recorded now. And just for everyone to know, like, our normal day is Thursdays. I would say eight times out of ten we'll do Thursdays. Yeah. But it, it is by far the one show where it's just like, eh, We'll do it on a Friday. Eh, we'll do it on a Wednesday. Eh, we'll do it on Saturday. Saturdays never happen. I will say this one's a rarity. Then
1: eh, we'll just do do it it next week. Yeah, we we (laughs) just won't do it. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Internet Plus has the most fluctuating schedule. So it being live will be interesting. But I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be fine live. I'm looking forward to it. I I am quite a bit. Um, Okay, let's jump into stuff. Uh, so only picked out three things from also before we actually jump into stuff, I do want to address this. I, I need to remember to address AMM plus as well. Uh, this is of course a brand new studio. We're still working out the kinks. So I do apologize for any echo issues. We're working on that. Uh, still, I got to put up some more phone paneling and stuff. We'll get to that. Don't worry about it. All right, anyway, uh, break week stuff. So really the biggest thing that came out of it, which is actually really exciting, is a Witcher remake is in development, uh, rebuilt from the ground up with Unreal Engine
1: 5. That's going to be ridiculous.
0: I know, it's going to be, that's going to be incredible.
1: That's going to be really weird for me because <laughs> Witcher 1 is a very base game. Right. And it, I'm going to be curious if they're going to do an actual whole remake or if it's going to be a re, end up being a remaster.
0: Oh, it's a remake. Okay. Full-blown remake cool. from the ground up.
1: That Witcher One's going to be f- really weird then. Okay. Because I see them getting rid of a lot of stuff.
0: I can see that too. I mean, it is a very dated game.
1: Because in Witcher 1, there was a f- sword stance system, which was a f- pain to learn at first. Right, right. And then there's the whole... <laughs> <laughs> Witcher is the, ga- is the game that became son- synonymous with the collecting... Terra cards because every time Geralt fucked a female NPC he got a card of a pinup of them (laughs) oh that might (laughs) stay. you got to fuck a lot of NPCs (laughs) (laughs) it was ridiculous
0: that will probably stay honestly (laughs) I mean it will yeah yeah
1: and it's gonna because that was my first thought I had whenever I saw that I went Unreal Engine 5 oh that's amazing Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> you thought Mass Effect andromeda was over the top,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. Now Witcher's gonna take the cake on it whenever that ends up coming out. Yes. Uh, no, no release window on that. I mean, you know, obviously it's gonna be a while away. But no, I mean this is a good thing though for Witcher because I, mean, I mean it is like <laughs> there's a lot of people, myself included, who started the Witcher series with Witcher three and never played Witcher one or two.
1: A lot of people went back to two, but one is it's about tough. It's, from what I understand, it's tough. It's tough because yeah. like. You know the drawing sensation of go- when going from Mass Effect 2 to Mass Effect 1.
0: Yeah, that was
1: bad. <laughs> it's like that, but it is very worse.
0: Okay. Well, that's good. Because
1: at least Mass Effect 2 still had some of the same systems as one. They just revamped them. Right. In Witcher 2, they just completely got of some systems. Yeah.
0: So I think I a think Witcher 1 remake is going to be a, a good thing, and I'm really excited for that possibility, and you know, see when it's all going to come out of it with the Unreal Engine 5. Because Unreal Engine 5 is just... Whew. It's just awesome. I mean I'll everything be, everything needs to be Unreal Engine 5.
1: I'll be happy. I'll play Witcher again. Yeah. I got Bob. a physical copy of Witcher somewhere in my house.
0: You would have a physical copy of Witcher somewhere. It's a collector's edition, Yeah, <laughs> uh, You would have the collector's <laughs> edition. This <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, the next thing that we came out that I, I mean I was excited for, I thought it was pretty cool, is uh, Fallout 4 will receive a free current-gen update. Note that I did say current-gen, not next-gen, because we have been in this gen for two years. Stop yes. stop calling it next-gen. Uh, we'll receive a free current-gen update for twenty in 2023 for series, PS5, and PC. That's good. Performance and quality modes, bug fixes, and the biggest thing, which I love this because it's this what I love about the Skyrim version they did, is bonus uh, Creation Club content will be added to the game for free just like how it was for Skyrim, which that's awesome. Like cuz all the all the Creation Club stuff was all like purchase stuff whatever. Was it okay? Yeah, that's how it was for Skyrim. Is it basically for Skyrim all the Creation Club stuff was like more like Bethesda nod approved modders and stuff because like gotcha. all the stuff in the Creation Club for example would be like Maybe stuff from previous games. Mm-hmm. So, like all of the Knights of the Nine gear that you could get, the stuff from like Shivering Isles, like, you know, the Dusk main, you know, the Dawn Fang, whatever, yeah. like that sword, all like cool stuff from Oblivion was all like Creation Club content, like basically all official mods, just I guess the best way to call it. Uh, so, that's essentially what the Creation Club's always been. And, you know, with Skyrim, but has to just added all that content in for free mm-hmm. as part of the game which is you know free to download which is cool so it's going to be the same thing here with Fallout 4. I don't know what's all in the Creation Club for Fallout 4. I haven't played Fallout 4 in a while. Probably a uh, lot. Yeah, but I would imagine probably a lot of really cool stuff,
1: especially since Fallout 4 had the base building, so.
0: Yeah, exactly. Still really enjoy that honestly. I need I need to go through a run you of know, Fallout. You know, speaking of, 4 of Fallout
1: 4, 4 I it. actually watched something interesting on YouTube the other day from IGN. They did a sort of like slight documentary of the weird people still playing Fallout 76 mm. and just the communities that have been formed in 76 and whatnot hmm. it was actually very entertaining it's like a 48 minute video i mean i would suggest anyone to go watch it if they're curious about 76 because like there's like a whole black market for collecting legacy weapons because they were uh, that didn't surprise me yeah because they were overpowered weapons that bethesda end up having to take out but anyone who had them got to keep them so there's a black market there's a troop that does goes around doing shakespeare's plays <laughs> it's like a bunch of weird things that have come out of 76 because of the MMO style it has, so...
0: 76 has had quite the turnaround, honestly. From its initial launch to now, and even Bethesda fully acknowledges, yeah, we know it sucked at first, but we're trying.
1: Yeah, they even have an interview with uh, Bethesda claiming, saying that and whatnot. But, I mean, it's had a good turnaround, yeah.
0: I I mean, I played it when it, like, first came out, and I was bored out of my fucking mind i've never went back to it but with all the stuff they continue to add plus it being on game pass I, i've i've had thoughts every once in a while where it's like yeah should i hit it back up whatever but then again i have the same thought about uh, eso and i never hit back eso i even you know bogged down my computer with that like 120 whatever <laughs> gig download I'm like yeah i'm gonna play eso again nope, nope. it just sits there <laughs> one day one day i just don't know when uh, but that was the main things from like the break week that I wanted to shout out. Um, you yeah, know, everything else was kind of, yeah, whatever. Uh, so getting into this week, uh, let's go over a few things here. Uh, so the first thing, we've been waiting on this for a while. Uh, and it was about the price range that I was kind of thinking it was going to be. Uh, we did get the uh, details on the PSVR two. You know, we re- we've been steadily getting details trickled down to us for a little while now. It is going to be releasing in February, February twenty second next year. Pre orders start here in ten days on the fifteenth. At that five hundred and fifty dollar price point, it is more expensive than a PS five. Which that's what I I think that's what I said on the show. Yeah, I'm
1: pretty sure you did. I
0: I thought it was going to be at five to six hundred dollars, which
1: made sense for it. I mean,
0: yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like Sony is going all in right on the PSVR two with. The games that's going to be on because that's one thing that they didn't do very well with the is They didn't support it with games, yeah, or at least games that would pull and drive people to come try VR. And that's what what they're trying to do with this generation, you know, uh, with like you know the New Horizon thing. Mm -hmm. And there's a few other projects that I know in the works. I think they're pulling up some. I I think Half Life Alex is going to come to it eventually. Just stuff like that, you know. That's Half Life Alex. A lot of people wanted to be like a Game of the Year contender, but no one ever fucking played it because it's VR only. But But it's it's apparently a really good game. Apparently
1: soon. Phenomenal VR game.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, you know, Sony's making this big push for it. But, like, the thing is, there's still going to be people that's going to buy this, obviously. And this is still cheaper than, like, that brand new, like, high-end VR headset that just was released here recently. I don't remember. I think it, it might have been, like, one of the new Oculuses, I think. I'm not sure.
1: That sounds right.
0: I don't remember what it was, but I know like whatever it was had two versions, it had like a $1300 version and then like a $400 version.
1: Maybe it was an Oculus.
0: Yeah, I don't remember. But so I mean, this is going to be like kind of in the middle of that like other uh, competing, you know, competing um, you know, headset on the on the market, but I don't know, man.
1: That's a high price point start
0: when people already are trying to still get PS5s right now and they want a PS5 over this. That's a tough sell, I feel like. You know what I mean? I mean it is. Because like I feel like if we were maybe another like let, let's say we didn't have the problems that we've had with the PS5 and everyone was able to get a PS5 when it came out, right? Let's say that let's say that alternate reality exists, which I'm assuming it does cuz I believe in alternate realities. Uh, that that alternate reality exists. Everyone got PS5s within one year. Cool, whatever. There might be more people who may be interested in buying this, but since there's still a lot of people out there that still can't get a PS5, they're like, man, fuck, fuck buying that. I still want a PS5 before I ever want a VR console. You know, I feel like it, the price point does make sense, and honestly, I'm willing to bet that I'm willing to bet they're losing money on it. <laughs> like, I mean, I, it's quite I'm possible. Will, I'm I mean. willing to bet.
1: VR is still, like, it is a very interesting thing, but it's still on the lower end on people's mind. Yeah. I mean, it has expanded a whole lot over the last couple of years and everything, and but still, 550 is still an entry point for a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, for people who have VR headsets, they may be completely fine with that price, to be honest. Right. But for people like us who have still never really messed a whole lot with VR, that is still a very high uh, entrance point, as you said, because, like, that's console uses for the ps5 we uh, there's still those are cheaper and people are still trying to get that
0: and I feel like for people like us as well that haven't really jumped into VR uh, with the exception of the phenomenal virtual boy uh, I feel like maybe we may look at doing another investment at like in Oculus, which is, like, cheaper, right? Because, like, what, they're, like, 200, 300 bucks, something like that?
1: For Oculus One, yeah, there's something like that now. Which,
0: I mean, that's, that's still a decent amount of money for people. So that's where it's still just very tough, is that VR is such a, still a niche thing. It is still very much in development. It is not what... They they're wanting it to even developers it, VR is not still not where they want it to be yes so that's where it just that's where VR is in general makes it for a very very tough sale no matter what um, I don't remember what the PSVR launched at at price I think it might have been four hundred I think I could be wrong the first one um, but I don't know man five fifty price point why wow, I don't think it you know if you look at the the specs and you look at the gear itself right I don't think it's a terrible price point it, i the price point makes sense and that's why i was thinking it was going to be there uh, i don't know man i just think it's gonna be i just think it's too high of a price point um for people to it, you know enter through that entryway door especially with you know don't get me wrong the games that they've shown so far like um, call of the mountain and stuff and a few others they look cool yeah they do but it's still not like it's it's not something that's making me jump up like i need a fucking psvr2 you know what i mean like, if they would somehow, let me, throw, let me throw something out here. If they would have made, like, somehow, like, let's say, Marvel Spider-Man remastered into a VR game somehow, then I, I probably would be first in line to try to get one of these because that would be really cool to me as long as it looked good, right? Uh, but, like, I, I don't know. There's still not enough there, you know, to really push someone to make that jump, in my opinion. Did you find anything out on the price point? I'm assuming it was probably 400 for the PSVR one.
1: Yes. Okay. So it was 400 because right now, like, prices for it for the PSVR one are like, I guess it's on sale for Black Friday on Amazon. So it's like $100 right now.
0: Wow. Hold on. Hold on now. <laughs> Hold on.
1: <laughs> well, folks, we may be dipping our feet into VR sooner than we thought. Hold on now.
0: <laughs> I mean, I found a bundle. Uh, for not that, for like 250 So That's not bad for the bundle.
1: Well, I found the camera bundle for 192
0: No, Okay, okay.
1: 298 for... Oh, and I think what I was talking f- about
0: was the MetaQuest. Gotcha. Yeah, that was the one that... That had like, sounds right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. the MetaQuest Pro, it's $1,500. I just found it. Yep. Man, that's such... A
1: <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I can get a renewed PSVR for 100 bucks here by Wednesday. <laughs> that's, actually, that's not bad. <laughs> or I can do it with a... Firm for $9.75 a month. Shout out to firm. Pick up our jerseys at Agent Inc.
0: <laughs> Agent Inc. gg slash collection slash Sparky 3. Add to URL. cart? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, like I said, price point, it's just, that, that's a tough entry point, you know? I mean, it is. Yeah. And it, it's just like, oh, well, you know, go buy what Zach's buying right now, or go buy whatever. It's just like, still, that just... It's, it's still a lot of money for some people, so I don't know. It, it, you know, The thing that I'm going to be very curious about is I'm going to be watching these units sold. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing these units sold because I, I don't feel like it's going to be... I don't feel like it's going to be more than the PSVR 1, personally. I, I feel like the PSVR 2 will not outsell PSVR 1.
1: I mean, with them pushing it harder, I could see it doing better than PSVR 1. Um, it's just still going to be a thing of just interest of how much... Th- PlayStation, Sony is actually going to push for it and promote it, right? Versus the PSVR one, and how much people are willing to go ahead and hit that five fifty price point,
0: right? That's going to be that's going to be the big if. So,
1: because I mean, as you said, the games they've shown so far they seem interesting, but not necessarily worth that amount. But if they start releasing more th- games that seem very interesting and people really want to try, that could very much bring people to like. Okay, I'll throw 550 at it, so.
0: Right. Uh, and that's what it's going to come down to. So I feel like maybe, like, come next E3 time period, you know, may see some more, like, big titles coming from, you know, PSVR 2. And, you know, may make it help further push people to want to try to get the console maybe for holiday season. But It just depends on what's in development. You know, it's going to depend on what's going to drive people to the console. And I feel like what's also going to help drive people to the console is if Sony continues to invest, in you know their huge first party um you know franchises to be a vr title only like some special VR title yeah like the horizon one call of the mountain so maybe something with Spider-Man maybe something with God of War something with Last of Us oh last of us would be spooky uh
1: so speaking of so like one so they do have bundles as well so they got the five forty nine for just the headset by itself for horizon call of the mountain it's six hundred dollars with the bundle. So system plus call to call of the mountain. Um then you can get the charging station for the controllers for fifty bucks. Okay. I was trying I was sorta of curious because we were talking about that. I was trying to see if I could find a price point on what the PSVR two game prices are gonna be.
0: Hmm, probably seventy? That's just my guess.
1: See, that would be interesting though. I really wouldn't think seventy. Mm, actually you know
0: what? Yeah, they could I I don't know, man. Sony's the one that introduced the $70 price points. So I could see it being at 70 I mean,
1: they did, and maybe they will, but I mean, because I've never looked at VR game pricing for when releases. I eventually see it at some point in time. So I'm sort of curious, because we were talking about that, but if, like...
0: I'm going to bet 70 because Sony's going for big, like, AAA VR titles. Yeah, so... I'm willing to bet 70 So
1: 550 for just the headset, then another 50 added on pretty much for a bundle game. But if you were, like, getting it that plus... What, maybe a game with the bundle and maybe another game. So what? Think so what? Six hundred plus like another seventy to get someone started with it. Right. So almost seven hundred dollars.
0: Mm-hmm. Basically. Yeah. Ooh, that's such a high entry point. It, you know, for someone that you know may not have done VR before. Oh, that's rough. I don't know about that one. I don't know. We're, like I said, we'll 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 watch it. You know, because you know we'll see what kind of games they got in development. Because they they've got a lot more in development they haven't even revealed to us.
1: I mean, it is supposed to have 20-plus games at launch.
0: All right, well, I guess we'll see what they got. You know, if they, if they come out with some bangers, then, you know, it may move some may move some consoles. I just know that I will not be one of those consoles that, you know, that is, is getting shipped. I will not be one of them, at least not yet. Maybe one day. This could be finally the generation that I jump into VR as a PSVR too? but it really depends on what they got coming.
1: I mean, yeah, they got the Call of the Mountain, and if I forget because they got Resident Evil Village, which is going to be full VR in it, which there is already a VR build for it, isn't there? Yeah, there
0: is. I uh, thought so. Or in, whatever in development. And then uh, Res- Resident Evil 4, I think, is already in VR. Like, the, Not not obviously the remake, but the old one. Uh, I think that's already in VR and it will probably be on that console. I could see the remake getting a VR. I think the remake's getting a VR, isn't it? I believe it is. Okay. Okay.
1: Or they're doing something specific for it.
0: See, the horror games, That's that's the... I feel like horror games benefit a lot on VR, in my opinion. Granted, horror games is still like you know, yeah, it's it, it's a pretty it's a popular genre, but it's not one of like the top selling genres in the face of the planet. I don't think.
1: Um, Ooh, that's sort of rough. PSVR two will not have backwards compatibility, so PSVR yeah. our games are just screwed.
0: See, I remember seeing about that, and like one of my big beefs about that is like, yo, you want to help push. You want to help push this console, you got to come out of the gates with backwards compatibility. You know, because there's so many people that didn't play the fucking PSVR games as they as it is. You know what I mean? So you got to come out of the gates with that. So that I think that was a big knock to it, but I don't know Sony doesn't want to invest the extra cash into it cuz they'd probably bump it up to like 600 or 650 honestly. So they yeah. just want to Yeah. Anywhere I look tech.
1: can't give me pricing for games, so
0: Well, anyway, uh, let's hop over to the next thing. Uh, PlayStation Plus uh, apparently has lost nearly <laughs> 2 million <laughs> subscribers I since its release. I saw that, and I started June. laughing. Sony blames lack of third-party game sales and, quote, more people going outside.
1: That was funny as fuck.
0: <laughs> Man, between that and between the Activision Blizzard purchase, Sony's just reaching on a lot of takes right now. <laughs> like, like they're reaching. That
1: f- was fantastic to read, just like, we blame people going outside. I was like, "God damn! I know, I know." There's a joke like people need to go touch grass, but
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
1: I don't think it's that bad, Sony. <laughs>
0: yeah, I thought that was a stretch. And ultimately, like you know, the PS, uh, the PS Plus, whatever the service itself. I have it. I have Premium. I mean, it's an impressive service, yeah. especially because like the streaming works actually really well, better than it ever has before. Which that was the big you know concern with like PS3 titles and mm-hmm. stuff. But it's still just like, even now at this point, you know, months later, I still cannot recommend someone to get premium. You know, if you're going to get it, get essential, which is that's the, no, no. Essential is the base tier. Yes. So I think it's PS Plus Extra is the middle tier. Yes. Uh, I, that's, that's as high as I still recommend people to go is Extra. Because Extra has a lot of great games on it. If you've never played games and stuff, like I still think uh, the PS Plus um, Extra tier is a phenomenal thing for like our friend Josh, for example. Shout out to the Josh Pillow, which is, of course, on screen since... I didn't want to just do two cameras, um, but yeah, yeah, it's perfect for him because there's so many games that he's missed, you know, because he didn't, he wasn't, you know, he didn't have an Xbox yeah. One or a PS4. So like that's still like the best way to go. But like I don't, I don't know, man. Like they 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 say that they release games every month and they do, but it's like we're only a couple months into this revamp and I feel like PlayStation and Sony is already doing the bullshit that Nintendo does with their Nintendo switch online where they're so far into releasing for a certain console where it's like, okay, Hey, new super NES games. And it's like the most bottom of the barrel. What the fuck is this? Where no one's heard of it that I feel like that we're already at that point for PlayStation plus, even though there's like, hello, you still have like a thousand other games you could do from PS one, PS two, PS, what about PSP? There's only like three PSP games. That's rough. Now, granted they, Hey, they're, they are releasing some good games. Uh, Here on the fifteenth, all the old Ratchet and Clank games from the PS2 era. So that's cool, you know. I'm a big fan of Deadlocked, for example. That's going to get added. the The original Going Commando, Up Your Arsenal, Deadlocked. I think two of the PSP ones uh, to celebrate Ratchet and Clank twentieth. I mean, that's cool. That's awesome. But it's just like, you know, hey, you need to do that a little bit more. You know, there's a lot
1: more games out there.
0: Yeah, it's just like the thing is like I don't know. I guess they're I guess they're taking it to an approach where it's like trickle the content, you know, to keep people entertained over time. I don't know. I feel like people would be entertained for a good damn while if you just blew them up with a lot of content that they want to play anyway.
1: I mean, yeah, they definitely would. I'm not
0: saying dump your entire load in one go. I'm not saying that. Yeah, trickle some stuff over time. But, I mean, like, dude, you have, like, Sony is number two out of the three publishers in terms of notable first-party IPs. They have so many good first-party IPs that they're not even scratching the surface on. I mean, service. the other
1: thing with the PlayStation series that they could release, if, depending on how licensing and stuff works for that for developers versus and Sony, is just like the PlayStation 1 through 3 has so many random-ass RPGs they could throw out there that people just could sink time into that they miss Because like right. PlayStation, PlayStation 2 had an insane amount of RPGs that... Nobody has any clue about, right. So I mean, they have a large catalog from their older systems, which I don't know how it works with them versus actual developer rights to the games and whatnot, which may be stopping some of it. But even then, they still have a lot. Mm-hmm.
0: And again, not even scratching the surface on it, and that's the problem. You know, I can't, I can't recommend someone to get PlayStation Plus Premium. I just can't. It's not worth it. You know, mine is set to renew here, and like. Uh, a couple weeks, whatever, and uh, it's only set to renew here because I always do the the five hundred IQ play and just buy the cards at Black Friday. That's always discounted. That's what I always do. So I don't know if the, I don't know if they they'll still do that since they revamped it all. If they are, then I'll just buy another card, you know, for twelve months at a cheaper price but I don't know if they do that or not. Yeah. I don't know if, you know, actually no, cause they don't have cards anymore. That's yeah. They right. took them all away. Didn't they? Yeah. So I, I don't know if they do have a discount thing. Cause that's I also what it. I do with game pass. Big brain play on that one is just buy the three month cards that are discounted and just stack the shit out of them. That's why like, I bought, I, I bought my game pass cards last black Friday. I bought enough cards where like I was good until like mid 2023. And now I'm about to buy more cards here this month and they go on sale. And I'll be good until like 2025. <laughs> hey man you save money on it i mean you do especially in my case you know because i just buy it through target with my target red card and i get a percent off on that too buying online purchases so you just save money man big brain plays <laughs> big brain so yeah i don't even know if they'll do that So, like mine's set to renew this month and it's like 120 dollars, whatever it's like shit, i'm not fucking paying for that you know especially since like you know i all i don't even need really the the base service because i don't online pl- game on yeah. the playstation anymore so it's like I don't even need it at all. So count me part of the you know the two million there uh, of so, you know subscribers lost. I don't know. Hopefully they figure it out at some point because the service itself can be really awesome. You know what I mean? Because it's like what you're saying. There's so many RPGs people didn't yeah. play and stuff. Like the service itself can be incredible, but they just continue to drop the ball on it. I don't know. Hopefully they figure it out. Uh, but one thing that they, you know, that has been figured out in beautiful fashion is of course God of War uh, Ragnarok that we will be chatting about next week. Probably not from me. I am picking it up day one. Um, but since I know John's going to be playing, because John's even taking a few days off for the game, uh, I'm just going to focus uh, my time on Sonic is what I'm focusing on. Because I'm
1: really excited for I Sonic. I can only hope Amy dies. Relax, man. Jesus she, Christ. She needs to die.
0: What the fuck is wrong with you? Why She's are you like
1: this? been alive too long.
0: Why You're being very hateful right now. This is unnecessary. The human had
1: one game, and then she died.
0: Uh. Yeah, I mean, that's true. <laughs> Shout out to Sonic 06. <laughs> uh, but no, God of War, though. So the reviews are basically perfect for the most part. Oh, yeah, that was ridiculous.
1: Like,
0: <laughs> but it's only currently on 94 on Metacritic, which that was about the range that I was thinking. I was thinking about 95, uh, which is, that's where it started off at, and then it went down one. Um, so out of all the games to come out this year, out of the new games to come out this year, it is the second highest new release of this year. Elden Ring is, of course, number one at like 96 or whatever. Um, naturally, because it's already a good game. Yeah. Um, Persona 5 Royal is, yep. you know, the next because it got re-released for Switch and Xbox. So that that does count on Metacritic. Uh, I think the one other re-release of a game was on there too, um, you know, to another console. And then, you know, of course, God of War. Um, so I'm, I'm, I am very excited to play this game. Um, all the reviews have looked incredible. Uh, and I am excited to jump into it because it's like the game, the gameplay is what everyone's praising. Like, you know, the story itself, it's like, I, have seen people talk about where the side content in the game is very engaging and it's to the, almost the same level as like a Witcher three level of side content. Oh, wow. Which I I think it's a very strong comparison. That's a very good I mean, it is. That's very, very good. If you're going to compare Witcher, you know, you know, to the Witcher three side content of the game, which is cool. And then still about like 30 hours or so for the main game. Uh, I'm really excited to play the game in like probably a week, because <laughs> again I'm be diving in the trenches of Starfall Islands. So, um, at this point, I mean, when it comes to like the game of the year conversation, I mean it is just a two two man race in our opinion, right? It's just Elden Ring or God of War or who else would you throw into the hat? Because Marvel here- Snap. I do love some Marvel Snap, man. It's taken over my life here recently.
1: <laughs> Marvel Snap, hands down.
0: Oh, hey, look, Marvel Snap's gonna be on our probably gonna be on our top ten game set <laughs> uh, game of the year, or whatever. I'm just gonna be very real with people. Marvel Snap is awesome, but no, I mean, uh, I was actually wanting to just kind of spitball some ideas and stuff because here in probably, I would say my guess is two weeks. Okay, in two weeks we will have the nominees revealed for the Game Awards. I guess
1: we will, won't we? Uh,
0: so I was kind of curious on your thoughts. Right now, if you'd pick out six games from this year, who would be your nominees? Obviously, these two would be one, but what else would you throw in there? Because for me, I would throw in like Horizon Forbidden West. I'll probably yeah. get a natural nod. Um, but then like a couple of questions that I had. Will Xenoblade make it into the mix? Xenoblade came in at 89. It's one of the highest rated games this year. Pokemon I Legends could, Arceus. Could I could that see make it?
1: Xenoblade being in it. Pokemon.
0: I don't think po. I feel like Pokemon won't.
1: I could. I could see it squeeze in, but I would see it better on the wayside more than likely.
0: Now here's one of the biggest questions that I have, and I know it's not, and it will probably win in other categories, but in terms of game of the year, I looked at the list of games we had come out this this year, and it's like there's a few strong contenders. Obviously, there's the two mains, and then there's like Xenoblade will probably make it in there. You know, there's you know Horizon probably will. But here's one question for you. Do you think there's literally any chance in the world that Neon White makes it in the nominees? Because it is currently is one of the highest rated games from this year with a 90. I
1: could see it. I mean, I don't...
0: That would be... I think that would be a wild one. I think people would be shocked to see it in there.
1: I'm not sure if it would hit game of the year.
0: It, it'll hit like indie category or something. Indie easily because... No doubt. That was a fantastic that, like,
1: game. I haven't played it myself, but I've seen... It looks, runs of it, it looks so fun it is ridiculous <laughs> it looks so fun like man. even whenever we saw some of the trailers i went that looks fun
0: yeah actually uh well, let me actually pull a metacritic real quick
1: i mean it's sort of hard to say because i mean we have had things come out but i mean a lot of it's been sort of rough
0: yeah yeah let's see all right uh by year yeah, so, like, some of the top ones, whatever, are just, you know, re-releases. Like, on um, the third rated game, whatever, is uh, the Portal Collection on Switch and Persona 5. Yep. Uh, but then God of War, you know, is really the next new game to come out this year. Um, followed by... Um, probably followed by Rogue Legacy 2.
1: Will Hogwarts release soon enough? or No, they got going to year, yeah, gotta, move to next year. Yeah, you
0: got to move to next year. But yeah, man, I'm telling you, neon white sitting right there with a nice ninety on Metacritic, dude.
1: How Modern Warfare Two come out? Because I mean, people have been saying very good things about it. Oh, one thing that
0: I was going to ask is like, <sighs> it is Jeff Keighley we're talking about, so you know anything's possible. But would they would they count The Last of Us Part One? Would the, would they count that? Like they they usually don't count remakes, and it's actually been a thing where people are calling. To have a remake category added because of how often remakes happen now, yeah, or remaster. But would Last of Us Part One count? That's something that I'm not sure. Immortality is one that also I could see it. I I have it downloaded on my Xbox or PC. I don't. I have Immortality downloaded. Right. I haven't played it yet, but that one it looks like a very fascinating game, and it came in with an 88 on Metacritic as well. And I want the record to be known. I understand completely. Metacritic is not the end all, be all of game stuff. It's just the, the most notable one. So bear with us on this. Uh, Uncharted Legacy Collection that you know that's uh, no, that won't be there. Obviously, Horizon Forbidden West I do think will be there for sure. I think yes. Bayonetta three it did come in at eighty eight. Bayonetta three it has performance issues both for all phenomenal game. Grand Turismo, I could see it. I could Grand see Turismo it. seven,
1: Grand Turismo yes.
0: I feel like it's such a tough thing to make a sports game into game because that we, we we had the exact same question last year yes. or the year before with uh forza horizon five and it didn't make it no it did not make it into the category uh oh what about shredder's revenge do you think shredder's revenge can make it in there no oh come on man shredder's revenge looks awesome in
1: game of the year no there's not a possibility in multiplayer yes
0: yeah it'll make it in that one it'll make it in a category like no doubt about that uh let's see Triangle strategy, no, but it'll probably make it into like the RPG category. Mario and Rabbit sparks of hope. That one's that one's apparently a phenomenal Maybe. game. Maybe. Uh, I don't know what the six contenders could be, man. That's so tough, you know, because usually they,
1: they. I mean, Monster Hunter Rise, I could see going into it.
0: Well, I, what the Sunbreak? Yes. Well, would they would they put an expansion? They wouldn't put an expansion though.
1: Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, they okay.
0: wouldn't be. What about Plague Tale: Requiem? Taylorrickus turned out pretty well <sighs> I don't know man this this year like, for
1: game of the year I, I mean it might squeeze in there but it would be more narrative to me
0: you know what I'm looking through all these games and I'm like the it, it's just it goes to show how this year turned out because I'm currently at almost a hundred on this list right now right I'm seeing so many games where it's like, oh, that's going to be in like the indie category. Oh, that's going to be in the multiplayer category. I that's going to be the RPG. Because like, uh, Vampire Survivors, I saw that. Like, oh, that'll be an indie category for sure.
1: Dying Light 2 can get into it. Because that came that, out in February. That did come out. I forgot. I can only hope for Sifu. Fuck
0: Sifu. Sifu's amazing. You fuck Sifu. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck
1: Sifu. <laughs> um, I'm just bad. I'm salty. <laughs> I mean, even though it's had sort of a rough release, maybe Gotham Knights?
0: No, no chance, I don't think. It, I, I, think I mean,
1: I don't see you having a great chance either, but as we said, it's been sort of a... It could maybe skirt in there.
0: I don't think for Game of the Year, no. I really don't know what the six could be. I, I'm, I'm going to say God of War, of course, Elden Ring, Horizon. I'm going to throw Xenoblade in there. I think Xenoblade is going to squeeze in there.
1: I could definitely see Xenoblade.
0: Um that the last two, I really don't know what it could be. Like even though Neon White is one of the highest rated games this year, I don't think Neon White's going to make it in there. It's
1: a throw and I know it's not going to be in there, but I can only hope Triangle Strategy.
0: You see Triangle Strategy was a one that I I looked at. I really don't know what's going to be in there for game of the year cuz like, you know, the thing is also there's always going to be like that one like random one, you know, where it's just like, really? That's in there? Ghostwire Tokyo? See like something like that. Like a Ghostwire Tokyo or uh, you know, Immortality, for example. Like I could see like oh really that's in there for game of the year. I don't know. I'm looking forward to the nominees because this is a really weird year. How
1: great it would be. I don't there's no possibility it would be, but Kirby in the Forgotten Land. That is true. It's a fantastic game. There is no way but <laughs> it would be such a big win for Kirby. <laughs> that wouldn't be a bad, it won't
0: happen, but that'd be so cool.
1: I mean, he, no, the oddball, which one will probably not like family category, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. Cause like that came out of the beginning of April. And, like everyone was playing that
0: dude. Yeah. Uh, Skywalker saga, uh, Skywalker uh, saga came out beautifully and everyone was all about it. Uh, you know, it, it, this is one of those years for the game awards and all these other award shows where it's like, I really don't give a fuck about the game of the year this year because I, I know what it's going to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's God of war Elden Ring and honestly probably God of war because of recency bias. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm more pumped up for all the other categories right now. Like I'm, I'm, I, I would say the number one category I'm excited to see is the indie category. I'm really excited to see that one. Cause you have stray that, that will for sure be in there. No doubt. In my mind stray is going to be on there. Uh, neon white will be in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, vampire survivors will be in there which i think that's coming to, i think that came to game pass by the way yeah i think i think vampire survivors came to game pass okay yeah it's only like a three dollar game anyway but <laughs> either way it's on game pass which is cool oh oh hey wait a minute we're forgetting the elephant in the room here what about sonic frontiers game of the year nominee
1: Fuck off! Come
0: on, man. Sonic Frontiers will be a Game of the Year nominee.
1: Sonic Frontiers is not winning, beating God of War.
0: It's not gonna beat God of War, but it'll be in the nominees. <laughs> Look, if it makes nominees, that that right there is a win. <laughs> That's a big W, man. We're gonna be we're gonna be flying that W high. Hey, everything. Okay, so Sonic Frontiers. I don't know when the. Uh, I, well, actually, I do. Since it didn't come out Friday. The review embargo will be lifted on probably Monday, is my guess. Um, and I'm really anxious and excited to see these reviews and see where it's going to fall on, on Metacritic. My guess is, like, honestly, I'm going to shoot a little high. I'm going to shoot a little high. For, I think it's going to come in at 85. That's pretty high for Sonic. That's actually really high for Sonic. That is. <laughs> it's very, very high for Sonic. In fact, while I'm still here on the website, let me look up Sonic games and uh, see what is the highest. It's should be one of the adventures, I think. Or, okay, so Sonic Mania is probably going to be the highest at 86. Sonic Mania Plus at 87.
1: Yeah, scrolling through this year's games, I mean, it, there's not really a whole lot that's sticking out to me when it goes, yeah, that could be game of the year.
0: Yeah, it's pretty much Sonic Mania Plus. Uh, Sonic Mania Plus on the Switch got a 91. Sonic Adventure 2 got an 89, so I shot at that. Uh, Sonic Adventure, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 got an 87, so that's good. I saw Sonic 06 got a 46. They don't understand what a good game is. Uh, How did Sonic Adventure DX Director's Cut get a 57? How the hell did that happen? Sonic Adventure is great, and the GameCube version is great. What are they smoking over here? But then again, I'm also the guy that likes Sonic Six. I guess I can't. No, look, I'm uh, put money on it right now. I think Sonic Frontiers is going to be a potential nominee for Game of the Year. Put money on it right now. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be possible. Forty bucks. Forty bucks. It'll be a, a nominee. Forty bucks. I'll do that bet. Hi. Right. Yeah, I'll do that bet. It's all also because of everything I've, I'm seeing coming out of <laughs> Sonic right now. Like the people that have gotten the early copies or. Accidental early copies. I saw. <laughs> I saw a couple people that got theirs shipped early from like Walmart, for example.
1: Fucking Walmart. Yeah,
0: and I'm just like, damn it! I wish I got mine from Walmart, but I wanted that steel book because <laughs> I got mine pre-ordered with uh, GameStop right now, so I can get the, that. Because they Best Buy and GameStop both had two different steel books, and I liked GameStop's more. Uh, God of God of War Ragnarok will be game of the year. It reviewed more than Elden Ring, Re eighty-eight reviews compared to God of War with one hundred and twenty plus reviews. And I agree. Uh, I I definitely agree. I think God of War, I think God of War Ragnarok will win game of the year strictly based on not only it being just going to be an incredible game and everyone lo- is going to love it, but I also think that's going to be the case because of recency biased. Um, but, sh- but thanks for stopping by. Um, appreciate you. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think. God of War is probably going to win it. I mean, look, here's my mindset on this. Okay. Right? If God of War could beat out Red Dead Redemption 2, God of War Ragnarok's beating out Elden Ring. That's my That's that's my. Single, I mean, I
1: could very much see that. That yes. is my
0: single basis on this. Because I still stand by this that Red Dead Redemption 2 should have won Game of the Year. And I will always be salty the about that. The only
1: thing that would stop God of War is if Last of Us 2 was in it again.
0: Fuck, no. <laughs> I hated that year. I, I did too, <laughs> but uh, but no God of War Ragnarok probably be game of the year. I mean it's it's Elden Ring and God of War show that's what it is. Next year though, as long as everything goes according to plan, which I think it will, next year is going to be insane for the potential nominees because you're going to have the Hogwarts Legacy, you're going to have the Breath you know the Tears of the Kingdom.
1: If it comes out good, Marvel's Midnight Sun will be on that list. Can, for next year, yeah, yeah for yeah, next year,
0: yeah. If it comes out, if it comes out well, dude, did you see the entire marketing campaign uh, for Deadpool?
1: Yes, dude, that was awesome. That was fucking stupid. <laughs> that was so good. I mean, it was very expertly done, but the entire time I'm looking at, it, I'm like, this is fucking stupid.
0: <laughs> dude, I loved every damn second of it. Man, that was awesome. Yeah, revealing Deadpool for Marvel Midnight Suns for the uh for the season pass, whatever, for the DLC expansion, whatever. Yeah. And basically he took over the Twitter where it's Deadpool Sons and it had this like cute little drawings the whole time like with him and other characters. And he like they And were, eventually it was people
1: who are actually doing it.
0: Yeah, it was people that was because like uh someone would be like, Oh, draw Deadpool with this and someone drew Deadpool with that. I mean that 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 Twitter campaign was awesome. It got Josh interested in the game now. It was <laughs> what,
1: it lasted for like the Almost entire week.
0: Yeah, it was awesome. Like I said, Josh is wanting to play the game now, so uh, I I told him to just go watch some gameplay, see if it'd be something he'd be into. But he's. I mean, I was
1: down for it the first time I saw it. So. I'm excited for
0: it. I, I really am. I'm I'm mostly excited for like just the replayability of it, because like they've already gone you know on record saying that like you can't become best buddies with everyone in one run. You just can't. I
1: bet you I can.
0: They said you can't, so we'll see. So I, I don't know. I'm looking forward to that. You know, and just uh, you know the. It gives me such Mass Effect vibes, you know. When I mean, it does. When when you're just chilling with all the crew, it just gives me big Mass Effect vibes. And I also like the fact that they were able to snag uh, Yuri to to voice Spider Man again. Yes. I, re- I really like they managed to pull that off. Of course, Yuri uh, is the voice uh, is the voice actor um, for Spider Man in the Marvel games for P- for PlayStation. So that, that was a nice little. I like that. Completely different Peter Parker, of course, but still that that's cool. Uh, oh, you know, talking about Marvel and stuff reminded me of a, a, something else I forgot to add to the script. But uh, we did have that uh, new Marvel deal that was announced with EA. Did you see that?
1: All right, yeah. Uh,
0: where EA and uh, Marvel have partnered up for three games. Mm-hmm. We already know one is Iron Man, uh, and we already know another one from like Jeff Grubb was the Black Panther game. Yes. So that still leaves one more. Of what could it be? What would you want? What what what, what would you? What would be cool to you, Zach? Cause like like, the defenders.
1: Defenders Hell, would actually. Hell's pretty, Kitchen.
0: Defenders would be pretty sick. I I would like a Daredevil
1: game. The
0: Defenders. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Either just a, <laughs> a straight Daredevil game or the Defenders. Either or. Like, I think that'd be really sick.
1: Either that or we could go like super obscure. Which well, I feel like they would. <laughs> I say obscure. I said obscure, then I went Squirrel Girl. shout uh, out Squirrel Girl. <laughs> Fuck that card. Hey, she's killed Thanos, so...
0: I mean, fair. No, I don't know what that third game could be. I really don't. Because um, I really thought uh, Amy Henning's game was going to be Fantastic Four. I really, really thought it was. And then we got the curveball of a Captain America Black Panther game, which I would not have guessed. There's no chance <laughs> I mean, I would... it looks interesting. It, loo- it looks cool. I mean, I'm looking forward to playing it. Remember
1: but... that game that was announced like a year ago called Contraband?
0: Oh, yeah, from Xbox.
1: We have seen nothing on it.
0: Well, maybe next year. Phil Spencer even addressed that openly, where he's just like, yeah, I know it's been a while since we've released anything, but next year will be good. Next year, we got it.
1: Um, But I mean, yeah, no, it's really just a shot in the dark, literally, because since the Marvel property is so huge and whoever's doing Marvel is very free with like, well, we have this random property. you want to do anything with it? And people just finding... Something at random to go with, because like back when they were starting the films and whatnot, I never expect to get like an Ant Man film and things like that. Oh,
0: what on Ant Man game? <laughs> I mean, that
1: would actually be pretty entertaining. <laughs>
0: that would be that would be very fun. No, I'll be. I'm I'm so curious what that last one could be because it's like,
1: or... or we could do the flip and someone finally do a villain perspective.
0: Ooh, but which one?
1: That's the question.
0: Well, you know, that's not all their own possibility. Because, I mean, of course, we got... I know it's different company, of course. But, we, you know, we have the the DC game, you know, Suicide Squad. So someone is taking an approach on that. Has, yeah. has the you know has the the gall to go do that on the other side of the but street. But the only so. thing
1: about that is that Suicide Squad has been in the relevant media and yeah, stuff. like. Yeah. So it's like, it's not an unseen thing. And it's very much an established anti-hero versus just straight villain. Right. Uh, what about, like... <sighs> and even in that game, they're being more... Still being structured as the hero since Brainiac apparently taken over all the Justice League.
0: Right. Yeah, I don't know what you know sort of villain game they could do because my first immediate thought is just something in the Spider-Man universe because Spider-Man has the most notable villains in my opinion. Uh, he has a lot, yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't know what would be a good villain approach, but that would be an interesting approach for sure. Kingpin. Kingpin would be interesting. RTS. An RTS King Penny. Okay, relax. <laughs> relax. I'm going hard on my favorites. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, it would
1: be it would be hard for a villain just because, I mean, one of the few villain games we've ever got in history was like the Silver Surfer game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, back on, I think, like NES.
0: All right, yeah. Sorry, I got distracted by Jacob. Shout to Jacob for ATFS. He shot me a message. Let me know that uh, Liberty beat Arkansas. Let's go. We we tried to tell we tried to tell Shaded Ricky. We've tried to tell him for weeks. Liberty catching that dub. Let's go. Can't wait for Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for Tuesday. Let's get it. Let's get it. Oh, that's hilarious. Shout out to Liberty Flames, man. Shout out to Liberty Flames beating Arkansas. That's awesome. Love it. Anyway. Uh yeah, no, the the Marvel deal though was pretty sweet. Uh, you know, it's, one. It, it, it's sweet, but it's still the fact that you have to feel a little bit like, all right, well, let's see how, let's see how the Iron Man one goes first. Yes. Cause it is EA that we're talking about. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta go, you gotta back up a little bit and be like, yeah, hey, we'll I see. I mean,
1: EA can do good games. We just also have to be, understand that it's going to have some weird loot boxers transaction in it.
0: Right. Well, so talking about Marvel, how's Marvel snap going for you? Your, what, what are you currently rocking?
1: Uh, currently rocking my Mister Negative deck.
0: Man, I want Mister Negative. I'm, st- I dude, I'll tell you right now. Since I've hit the portion on the progression scale of where I've now started to get the collectors' caches instead, I swear to God, I never get cards anymore. I, I'm so fucking unlucky with it. Is it is it completely random or is it set on a cycle? Do you know?
1: It's not a cycle.
0: Okay, so it is completely random
1: because sometimes I'll get. Three or four cards in a Ugh. row, and then I'll get nothing forever. And then sometimes when I do get a card, it's just a variant. God. Wait, it,
0: the collector's caches
1: have variants? Uh, I don't know what the collector's caches do. What level are you at?
0: Contains mystery cards, a currency is all it says. Okay, at, so yeah, you're not there yet. Okay. Once
1: you, the next one, yeah, it contains variants and avatars as well. Fucking Christ. So it becomes even harder.
0: I'm at 784 right now.
1: I think it starts at 1000
0: Okay. Man, there's literally just a few cards that I really want, and I can really do some damage with some stuff. Like I, Venom is one that I really want right now. I want Wong, um, uh, Thor, just because he seems fun.
1: Um, See, I don't know where Thor pops out, because I was lucky. I was there when he was released, so I was able right, to just yeah. buy him.
0: Let me sort all my cards real quick. Actually, let me uh sort let me show what I don't have as well. You mean the bad
1: thing is with it in Marvel, I'm only in gold just because I don't play any of like the standardized decks. Like one of the moves that I'm seeing a lot now is fucking Wong, White Tiger, Odin combo, yep. which which is fucking atrocious. <laughs> Falcon
0: um, and Beast are two more that I really want to.
1: Yeah, those two are atrocious together. Yeah. Um
0: you pair them up with like uh, you know, the collector or something like that. Yeah. Um, so I like Cerebro play... is one that I want to.
1: Yeah, Cerebro's all right. Yeah. Um, I don't play any of the standard strats, so I'm still stuck in like gold, in the middle of gold, almost platinum. So I'm not playing any like strict Windex, which right. I have a couple I'm sitting on. I just don't always play them because like I got a deck which is just a Thor, Jane Foster, Odin combo, which by the end of it, depending on bases. Like, last night, I got a game where I had two Thors, thanks to Sinister London, and one was rocking 35 power, the other one was rocking 46.
0: Mm. Okay. Okay.
1: The opponent got tired, because I triggered Norla like five times in a single round.
0: Right. I also want Spider-Man, just because, you know, I like Spider-Man. Yeah. Still got him. I want Green Goblin. I have Hobby. Don't have Greeny. Um... And then, I have no
1: idea where Green Goblin is. So I still don't have Green Goblin. Fuck, I can only assume he's in my pool.
0: I do also want Debris and uh, Patriot, because I have every other piece for that deck, but I want yeah. those two. Um, Venom is the number one on my radar right now, because I've been mostly playing a Destroy deck recently. So that is literally the number one on my radars. I want fucking Venom so bad. See, the
1: thing that I'm missing is a Rock Slide.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Because...
1: There's a deck I wanted to make, which is just atrocious, which would be a more or less a fill deck where I would use Gorg, Rockslide, Wong, and Debris and just force a ton of rocks onto my opponent.
0: Right. Let's see. For my Destroy deck right now, it's pretty basic and straightforward. Angel, Nova, Bucky Barnes, Carnage, Colossal, Colossus, Wolverine, uh, Killmonger, uh, Sabretooth, Deathlock, Shang-Chi, And then I have Arrow in there. Because Arrow is still becoming one of my favorite cards. She is becoming one of my favorite cards.
1: Until you get Rescue.
0: I do want Rescue. I've seen it used. Do not have it. But I do want Rescue. And then I have, of course, Death. You know, because I've gotten Death down to zero multiple times.
1: Oh, wow. You got Death really early.
0: Yeah, I've gotten Death down to zero multiple times. So that's really handy. Uh, Then the other deck that I've been using quite a bit. Uh, This deck is so fucking basic, dude. This deck is so basic but it works. I don't I it works because it's so versatile. You can use it in so many different ways depending on your first hand and that's what I like about it. Um it's I I've I've just called the deck Sun Arrow because those are the main two that I like Sunspot and Arrow? Yeah, but the, those those are the main two, but like there are like three or four different ways you can play this deck. So like I have Ant-Man, I don't have Hawkeye in here. I have um, uh, Ant-Man, Sunspot, Iceman, Nightcrawler, Angela, Scorpion, Armor, uh, Wolfsbane, Hulkbuster, Crossbones, Blue Marvel, and Arrow. That deck has actually won me a lot of games because you can literally play it in so many different ways. Yeah. Whether if you get Sunspot first turn, which I swear, I'm pretty lucky and I get him first turn a lot, which is nice. Or if you want to run Angela, you know, having Crossbones is really handy because I feel like nine times out of ten, by the time I get him, I'm usually winning a base to play him on. I
1: mean, Crossbones is strong.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's a four, you know, cost eight attacks. I mean, that's really nice. And then just basically build up everything with Blue Marvel, Wolfsbane, Hulkbuster, build up, you know, do throw down armor, the same spot I have, Sunspot, whatever. And A then nice trick just with
1: Hulkbuster, if you don't know it, is if you ever play him on a base that triggers, like Comitage, where it triggers his ability twice, he'll trigger his ability, and then he'll trigger whoever he attaches to.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Anything oh. with
1: Hulkbuster which would have an effect on him after his ability plays affects whatever card he gets attached to.
0: Ooh, that's 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 nice, nice. I did not know that.
1: <clears throat> so like on like Sinister London, if you threw him on there, he would attach himself to a card and it would just make another card version right. of that that's been powered up somewhere.
0: Gotcha. But yeah, like with that deck, man, just overwhelm, you know, as best you can. I usually skip turn two on playing something if I have sunspot. And start playing stuff again on turn three. And uh, just, you know, always try to do one less and everything. And then just come turn five, just play Arrow on the base that I don't want to win. Wins me a lot of games. (laughs) I like it.
1: Now, if only you got Kingpin for that deck.
0: Dude, I know I want Kingpin so bad. As soon as I get Kingpin, he's going in that deck, for sure. Because
1: then you could just fuck someone on turn six.
0: (laughs) I know. That's what I want so fucking bad, man, is Kingpin. Uh, Because I've also been playing a move deck recently a lot, too. I mean, it's pretty standard there's nothing spicy about it it's just the standard like i have human torch uh iron fist nightcrawler uh, i do have ebony maw in here because that could actually be pretty spicy you know if, if you have the opportunity I mean, yeah. if you have the opportunity to I mean, play he... him one through three and then just you can move him later yeah thanks, he's a good to card heimdall.
1: to have in a movement deck if you can get it working
0: uh craven Mo- uh, multiple man Cloak, storm doctor strange uh vultures um miles morales and then of course heimdall so pretty straightforward, pretty standard, but I have a lot of fun with Human Torch. I have a lot of fun with Human Torch.
1: I mean, he can get strong if you get him from turn one.
0: Yeah, you know, because I've gotten him turn one, and I've had the chance to move him with Iron Fist, and then I moved him with Doctor Strange, and then I moved him with Cloak, and then he got moved with Heimdall. So, I mean, I've had fun with Human Torch. See, Human Torch is fun.
1: I still don't even have Human Torch. So Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I, It's I, like Deadpool. I, like I don't have Deadpool either. And he's
0: I, I don't have Deadpool either. I'm, in fact, I'm looking at him right now.
1: Because he's the same thing for a destruction deck.
0: Yep. Yeah, Deadpool. I, dude, I, I i still really like how it's like anti-well and you can't buy cards, but at the same time, there's, that, that's, there's still that part of me where it's like, I really just want to buy a fucking pack of cards right now. Because <laughs> there's just those few cards that I need, and I feel like my deck would be like, really really good because like I'll go into a game where I'm battling someone else with a destroy deck and I'll see him use venom I'm like oh you son of a bitch I want venom
1: you know what's fun is when you're running this discard deck and you realize your opponent's also playing a discard deck yep. and you realize fuck who's gonna run out of cards first basically <laughs>
0: Oh man! I also, I also really do like the um, the rotating bases. I will say, I did not like the machine one. I was not a fan of that. Machine one was interesting. I didn't have anything that could work well for it. I just, so I, I just avoided it at all
1: costs. I just kept <laughs> handing somebody rocks.
0: Let's see if I had rocks or something. I would do that. I will say the most fun that I had with the machine deck is I encountered someone who had a Black Widow. And gave me the 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 bite. So, so I So you put, just
1: threw it back? I threw it back at Me and him just kept throwing it back and forth. Fucking atrocious.
0: So that was the most fun I had with the machine base. Uh uh the Sinister Bar was my favorite time. Sinister Bar was so much fun. I really liked that Sinister one. Sinister Bar's dumb. Oh dude, it's so fun. I love it. It's great. Let's see. Actually, we're over an hour into the show. Wow. Okay. Never mind. It's not. That's why.
1: That's (laughs) why I told you when you said an hour. I was like, that's funny.
0: (laughs) I was being. I was trying to be positive. Okay. All right. Uh, Let's hop over the next thing then. Uh, Did you check out the Blight Survival?
1: I saw the trailer for it, but that's about it.
0: Okay. I mean, it looks sick because, I mean, the main thing is, dude, built on Unreal Engine 5 and yep. made by two indie devs. That's it looked it. amazing. For made by two people, it looks insane. It does look really good. So it's a third-person cinematic action-adventure survival game. Uh, it's been described as, like, action-horror roguelike. A lot, I've seen a lot of people reference it as, like, picture, like, the Last of Us universe, but medieval. This one way that people people's kind of described it, I'm like, okay, you know, I, I can kind of see that a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I can see that. It, it will have four player co op, so that's yeah. pretty, that's pretty sick. No, I, I want to shout this game out because the, the trailer just the first trailer for it, first five minutes just dropped this week, and I definitely think everyone should go to, uh, go check it out and give it a look because uh, I mean, again, it's built made by two indie devs and it's very impressive.
1: I mean, it, my thing is, I'm not big on survival games. The next survival game that seems interesting is still Nightingale whenever that comes out.
0: Yeah, one day. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do we want to go ahead and hit the weekly wrap up? Not as well. Okay. Uh so the first thing for the weekly wrap up, which big sad. Just appreciate you. Everything that you've done. You have been a huge help for us and the entire gaming community. Uh Nebelian, who I've referenced numerous times and have used when we we're doing the source thing. Yep. We'll go back to that eventually. Uh, it's if I ever feel if I ever f- either one have the time or feel like getting all the sources up we're gonna be good to go because I already have the, the channels made anyway I've used <laughs> ne- Nebelian. he's one of the most notable like um, news you know Twitter users out there in the game community because he always did such a great job at giving you a nice bullet point breakdown of big events and detailing full events he's recently left Twitter uh, permanently uh, he has no intention to come back and what it came down to was he couldn't really figure out, how to monetize what he was doing is what it came down to. Uh, at one point he tried making a Patreon, didn't really take off. And he even put in like his Patreon exclusive post where it's just like he overvalued, he overestimated his value on Twitter. Was, and when I read that, I was just like, that's so sad. Where he's just like, I, I realize it's not me that people come for. It's what I do. Yes. And because of that, he got like no support on Patreon. So he's ultimately left Twitter just to go on and do other things, you know, to actually make money. Yeah, <laughs> which can't blame him. Can't no. blame him. No, can't blame him. But no, that that's definitely a big hole in the Twitter gaming news community because I, I'm telling you, this dude was like number one. <laughs> this dude Easily was number one in in the gaming news. It's you know I've, I've referenced um, a few weeks ago when uh, wario sixty four lost his check mark. Yep. He just got it back recently. Um, where it's just like, yeah, he's like the most notable in game deals. You know, he is, he like, he, this dude, I swear to God, a robot. Uh, Nobelian was number one in, in the news, which is very unfortunate to see him leave, but obviously T's and P's, and thank you for all the, the great news that you've delivered.
1: If only we were, we were making money off this, could have tried and hired him on. Right. Yeah, that'd have <laughs> been awesome. Uh, all right. You know, we're I'm gonna... honestly surprised no gaming magazine or anything has tried to hire him. Right. Cause he did such
0: a great job at breaking everything down, you know, or a website, you know why why, yeah. why not a website I, I don't know man it blows me away let's save the next thing for last let's let's end on that okay <laughs> all right so next thing uh, last of us series is listed for january 15th premiere this of course will be on hbo max uh, I'll, I'll be looking forward to watch well actually no i won't i won't i don't have hbo max anymore so never mind i i'm not planning on getting it for this <laughs> if i ever have access to hbo max i'll watch it but we'll see even though i do think last of us is very overrated uh PS5 recently passed the Switch in Japan in sales for for the week, so that's cool. It's only going to last a week, though, because you have Scarlet Bot coming out. But, but yeah, you combined PS5 and PS5 digital sales together and Switch OLED, Switch Lite, Switch sales, whatever. It actually passed it by a good few hundreds of units. So it's one of those, like, nature's healing sort of thing. You know, consoles (laughs) are out there now. Shout out to that. Uh, And then Lionsgate has apparently revealed that they have been in talks to Greenlight, a big AAA game, in the John Wick franchise. That would be kind of cool. I know John would probably enjoy that.
1: <laughs> I mean, Keanu would definitely enjoy it, but... Yeah. What would it
0: be? I don't know, man. Because <laughs> it
1: would be some sort of action adventure, easily. Yeah. Because if it's not an action adventure, what the hell are they doing? Right, exactly. But, like, would you be John Wick? Is it going to be another c- cyberpunk thing where you're hanging out with John Wick? Yeah. Are you going to be even involved with John Wick?
0: Right, exactly i don't know it's, it's gonna be something to keep an eye on if they end up officially green lighting you it, just the ghost like of are. his dog oh don't say that <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> all right final piece of the news saving the best for last blue box game studios is back in the news
1: where's my tin foil button
0: <laughs> right uh recently in kojima's podcast he finally addressed blue box game studios for the first time uh saying how he gets, like, sent things, like, 20 times a day from fans, like, deep fake images and just yeah. you know, diving into it. He, he's called it a nuisance, and he's even, like, calling on, you know, because, like, he's, like, people will send me pictures of, like, this Hassan guy and, like, <laughs> deep fakes of, like, different images. And he's just, like, it's honestly quite a nuisance, and they just need to hurry up and release the game.
1: <laughs> the studio's dead. We've talked about this.
0: And he also further went on, and he did openly, obviously, I mean, it's hard not to acknowledge it, but he further, you know, circled back to Moby Dick's game studios, you know, that, that fake game studios he created to to release Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah. You know, he did re- talk about that. He's like, look, I know I did this before, but I'm not going to do the same thing twice. Okay? I'm just not. And I'm just like, you know what, Kojima, that's fair. I don't <laughs> think you would do the same thing twice. That, that's, I mean, he has it. That, so. that's, that's totally fair, actually, though, that he pointed that out. But, uh, you know, naturally, for the first time since like March, uh, Blue Box Game Studios and Hassan both uh, finally was back on Twitter to double down on this. I even went and looked at Hassan's uh, Twitter. He has deleted every post that he's ever made except for now responding to this. What the hell? And, uh, you know, looking at Blue Box Game Studios' Twitter, literally the last post that they put up was the one that's just like, hey, do you want to see developmental footage of the game? And everyone's just like, yes! Show us if this game is real! Give us something! And they're just like, alright, well, you know, we we might do it. <laughs> it's like, what? What do you mean?
1: This tale will never leave us. It,
0: dude, like I said, good thing John's out of here.
1: <laughs> the day we can either say, A, the game released, or B, the studio's shut down.
0: Yeah. Oh... You know, because people are also were continuing to dive deeper in this as well, that Hassan is still Kojima because people like dug into like Hassan's like developmental history. And apparently he developed some personal training app, PT. So it's just, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So people are just like, they're either this is the biggest coincidence in the history of coincidences or which I think it is at this point. I really do. I, I don't think it's Kojima, or it is Kojima, but I'm banking still that it's just a giant, you know, of their, the few things that line up, you know, it's just all I mean, all based Quentin on how
1: so. shady this company is, as soon as people start making the connections, they most definitely started playing into it, because didn't they admit oh, yeah. at one point that they did play into it? Yeah, which they did, which, you
0: know, it, and now they're playing the victim card, where it's just like, oh, our, de- our devs are bullied and stuff. I'm like, well, you did this to yourself. Like, you played into it. What do you mean? I don't know, man. I'm glad it got back in the news, though. It's fucking stupid. I was very happy when I got on Twitter that day. It was some article that involved Kojima and Blue Box. I'm like, oh, here we go. Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) I
1: immediately, well, here's tinfoil time.
0: Yeah, putting the hat back on. Let's go. (laughs) All right, well, I think that's everything that we had on the show for today. It was Like I said, it was meant to be a shorter show. That didn't work out. Our intro has been playing this entire time.
1: <laughs> i mean it's been quiet obviously <laughs> so no one can hear it but i just noticed that <laughs> this
0: entire time i've had the static intro <laughs>
1: turned on that would have been great would you turn up that volume yeah, and it right? was already a middle song yeah yeah, yeah.
0: i do I that uh, whoops oh well either way Oh well yeah uh but you yeah, know it was meant to be a shorter show didn't happen though because we still gotta do anime plus literally as soon as we're done so uh zach any last thoughts anything that we chat about here today uh
1: marvel snap's gonna get a pvp mode at some point
0: True, forgot to mention that. Yeah, shout out to that. Look forward to that.
1: And that Xbox is trying to find its version of Genshin Impact.
0: Yeah, I also meant to put that on there, didn't I? You did put it on there. Oh, I just skipped it. Correct. Mm, oh, okay. Wait, where was it? Where is it? Oh, I see it. It's the thing <laughs> from last week. <laughs> well, that, that's right. Yeah, because they, I, I saw where recently Xbox had come out and talked about how they regret not making that an exclusive when they yep. had the chance before it ever came out. They, they just passed on it, and now it's blown up. And They it's missed making, so hard. Dude, that, that, didn't that game like make profit in a day? Yes. Like, kind of like what cyber, Cyberpunk made profit in a day.
1: I mean, to be fair with Microsoft, they couldn't have known. True. So I mean, they've really just—it um, was just one of those things. If they had the chance, and just unfortunately missed it because there was no backlog of anything from the really go. Well, yeah, sure. Why not?
0: Exactly. Now yeah, they're trying to find something similar to compete with it. Yep. One day they'll figure something out. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, thank you for following up on that. Totally forgot both those things. Uh, good hit the music, what do you think? Yeah.
1: Right. I'd say so. Let's
0: get out of here. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows, it does help. If you're watching this on YouTube live you can hit subscribe on Games not it On Sparky Three if you haven't, and then go to it and subscribe there as well and join that channel. And I think that's everything else. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah, which also with that secondary channel, uh, it now officially has uh, its own handle now since YouTube handles are a thing. If you haven't heard about that yet, yeah, it is a thing. You probably got emailed about it for your own personal channel. Uh, it's youtube.com forward slash at symbol gamesthetic. Uh, so I was glad that we could get just gamesthetic name. That's really cool. All the other ones got it as well. Uh, it's at animan plus uh, and at ATFS. I really like that one. I like to grab that one a lot. That's such easy searchability. Uh, but yeah, check out all that as well as, of course, check out our Agent Inc. shop, link down in the description below. Go pick up a game static jersey, join the team. We'd definitely appreciate that. Or any other jersey, they all look sick. Uh, you can pay, you can do the pay later option with a firm, all that good shit. Join the Discord, check out the other shows like Animan Plus, which we're about to record here in a few minutes which will be the first episode we don't have to fucking talk about dragon quest and i'm fucking here for it let's have a great damn day thank you so much for listening guys until until next time see you next week with the game of the year nominee sonic frontiers and god of war ragnarok i guess anyway all right see you next week guys bye